Welcome to Childhood Trash, a dumpster dive into our childhood nostalgia, where we re-examine some of the most influential media from our youth in order to answer the question, tragic or nostalgic? I'm your host, Maggie Keating, joined by my co-host. Kia Plaka. Hello, Pia. Hey, Maggie. Your voice is very low today. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, I'm coming off of a sickness. Maybe. You're giving, like, the... Have you seen Friends? No. Oh. When Phoebe's sick, she's like, mm, this is my sexy voice. This is my sick yeah. voice. Hello. Yeah. I'm coming off of a cough, but it's okay. Yeah, we'll my, cut my out all the coughs. My whooping <laughs> cough. That's what I like to call it. But <laughs> today we're doing something really exciting. As always. As always. I mean, every episode is exciting. But today we're yeah. doing Race to Witch Mountain. Yeah, this is a funny mo- a funny little movie. A classic. A classic. I I think one thing we've talked about we've talked about. I don't know if we've talked about it on the pod, but we want to cover like kind of the things that everyone knows and then also these kind of things that like you might have forgotten about. Mm. And I feel like Race to Witch Mountain is like one of those movies the one that, that we you kind of forgot about. about. Yeah. <laughs> I remembered almost nothing. Oh my from god, this same. Movie. I I was like there's aliens. <laughs> Totally I, I, I didn't know what was going on. I could not tell you a single plot point before I watched, rewatched this movie. Yeah. And yeah, it was a fun time, though. Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. I was kind of like, yeah. It kind of hit. It kind of hit. Yeah. I was I was excited about this movie. So, should we, we want to jump into the facts? Right into the facts, I think. We have lots of facts. I think we do. So, this was adapted from the book called Escape to Witch Mountain by Alexander Key. Now, you may or may not know that there was a movie mm-hmm. of the same name, Escape mm-hmm. to Winter Mountain, There's that came out in 1975. And, yeah, there were, um, I guess, two sequels. Uh, how, math? How does math work? There were three sequels yeah. <laughs> to that movie in the 70s. Um, and then this is the fifth and final installment in the Witch Mountain franchise. Indeed. But they don't seem to, like, connect like, it seems like this, this movie one? can stand alone. This one does, yeah. yeah. To quote, or not to quote, to kind of indirectly paraphrase, quote, <laughs> the uh, director, he said he wouldn't describe it as a remake, but a new chapter for the world. <laughs> yes. We are in a new chapter. <laughs> we are in a new chapter. We are turning over a new leaf. Because it does have some, like, nods to the original one. Okay, I believe that. I don't rem- I have not seen the originals. So, two actors in... Race to Witch Mountain were the two like kid aliens, I believe. Actually, I haven't seen the original, so I, I don't know if they're aliens. But they were the two kids oh. in um, Escape to Witch Mountain. Cool. So they made like cameos. Yeah. So that was um, the waitress. We love the waitress. I love the waitress. She was yeah. the little girl. Oh my and god. And then um, that makes sense. I think like not the sheriff, but some other like officer guy. Who's like the, a sleigh. Yeah, his yeah. name is Tony. Okay. Well, their names were Tony and Tia, and their character names in the remake, remake, quote-unquote, uh, were Tina and Anthony, which ironically are my parents' names, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. What a coincidence. Oh, my God. Anyway, this movie was directed by Andy Fickman, and I like this note of game plan fame, and then this, yes. one, this note is even better. <laughs> Written by Matt Lopez and rewritten by Mark Bombach of insurgent the flop of a movie fame, which is very true. It's true. I actually I only, despise these, that movie. These and, are the facts. And Allegiant. Also sucks. Yeah. But the first Divergent movie, Sly. It's art. a masterpiece. <laughs> Truly. When she's flying through the city and oh. she looks like, and she sees herself in the reflection of the building. 
No. So good. You already know I'm back in like my teen dystopian era after just watching the Hunger Games. I oh, just like so I I good. I love it so much it's right so now. Good. <laughs> Why are we covering it? Because we couldn't remember it. <laughs> we couldn't remember. Also, I had like a like a serious desire to watch those movies when I was a kid. And for some reason my parents like Have would you ever not, seen them? The original no, ones? not not the original ones, but I saw this one at some point along yeah. the way, but my parents wouldn't let me for some reason. They thought it was too scary. That's interesting. Which, well, maybe they why? are. Maybe the older ones are. Maybe they are, which is why, like, because it came out in the 70s, so my parents were kids when they came out, so they must have seen them. Yeah. And, like, there's a lot of, like, interesting things that I don't know, like, a lot about, but I know, like, that, like, ratings, like, PG and stuff like that, like, didn't exist yeah. for the longest time. That's so real. So, Jaws like, being rated PG-13 is hilarious. So, yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like it could have been one of those things. Like, maybe it is, like, more, like, violent. But yeah. I would be interested to watch it at some point. Like, there's some, like, classic movies that I've only seen, like, the Disney remakes of that I never realized had. Like, The Parent Trap. Wait, what? The Parent Trap. There's an original Parent there's Trap. There's an original Parent Trap and a sequel that both came out in, oh, God, like, the 60s, maybe. What? Yeah. Bonkers. Yeah. That's so the Lindsay Lohan one is the remake and then the musical one is the remake of the remake. Oh my god. I'm learning so much right now that Disney <laughs> had like a fascination. Disney has one idea and then they yeah. keep going. They have like a fascination with making adapted movies from books. Like well, I, I really that's, thought that's just most movies. Yes, though. but I really thought that Disney these were all originals. Originals. And well, because they're, they're called Disney Channel original, original movies. movies. So I and think it's they flop. It's a so lie. <laughs> this one came out in theaters. Yeah. Yes. So this wasn't a decom. Yeah. Which is why it's probably had a bigger budget. And I stuff. think it did. But so where do yeah. we start? Where do we begin? Where do we even begin? Um, I would like to begin with the opening credits, which had me thinking would that you? that okay. <laughs> The opening credits oh, of this movie yes. had me thinking that this was going to be in the 80s for some reason because, because there were lots Ronald of flash. Reagan. Reagan. I, why is Reagan there? And then also Bush uh, yeah. made a slick Oh, did he? Appearance. I must have missed Bush. No, I was too that excited about sense. Reagan as well. I was like, what is he doing here? I, I was like, fuck <laughs> Reagan. Children's why movie. is Reagan here? But <laughs> Yeah. It was so funny. And it's so like I thought, propaganda in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it seemed like I was getting like, ooh, like, like conspiracy theories. Yeah. Like, like, Ronald Reagan is the devil. I was like, yeah, fuck Reagan. Like, yeah. ooh. But then it was, like, in, like, 2011 or, like, 2006 when this came out. 2009. 2009. Yeah. Oh, I didn't write it down. They I had cell phones. So I was like, oh, this is yeah. not the 80s. Well, I think it. I think that, it, like, opening credits amps it up to the um, this expectation of the people and the culture surrounding, like, yes. the people uh, who believe in UFOs. Mm-hmm. And that Which, Reagan like, is to blame. First of all, like they're real, right? <laughs> UFOs. Yeah, do you believe? I real? fully believe in aliens. Okay, slide. Okay, just same. Just base. making sure. Um, but, but yeah, I think is this they... going to be another one of those things where we're like, so was this a real story? <laughs> Based on true events, <laughs> I hope this was a real story. So I funny. like. I would love that so much. Yeah, I like. Uh, oh, that but was this was written okay. by a man. I yeah. don't believe it was a real story. To okay, be that's, honest, that's fair. That's fair. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I think that's what it was trying yeah, to do. Yeah, it definitely But did. it made no sense. But anyway, so UFOs are manifesting themselves into people. Like, what does it even mean? <laughs> like, a UFO is just an unidentified foreign. Is it foreign or flying? I thought they were literally saying the spaceships are becoming people. <laughs> I was like, that makes no sense. I'm like, okay. 
But yeah, I don't know what that meant, and I, I don't know either. Was confused. The credits had me hyped for the movie, though. So oh that, yeah, I feel like they were good. Um, and then we land in Nevada, Las Vegas. Well, the alien spaceship oh, lands right. like outside of Vegas. I think it's like eighty miles outside of Vegas and yes. some town that I did not write down because it's irrelevant. Yes. Um, but Las Vegas is the setting of this movie. Why? Um, um, I don't know. I it's, didn't feel like it really mattered. I couldn't tell until like halfway through the movie that it was set in Las Vegas. Right. I think <laughs> I also thought it was New York at first. Is if is Witch Mountain real? What do you mean Witch Mountain? Like, like the conspiracy? No, like, like conspiracy the place. Theorizing like is right there now? actually a rock called Witch Mountain that looks like that? Because I don't know. because I mean, there is that not. thing that's like Devil's Cave. Devil's Peak. Peak. I don't, I don't know. I have no idea. It's I'm like this big up. rock <laughs> and it's like that's where all the aliens go and that's where you can find aliens. Oh, okay. Have you heard of that? But the but Witch Mountain is the like base where they have their right. camp. Yeah. Like, is, the government camp. Is which mountain? I don't think it's real, but I think it's based on, like, a real idea. Yes. I think it's based on a real idea, but I yeah. don't think it's real. Because also, like, why is it called Witch Mountain? Like, this has nothing to do with witches. I don't know. Does it look like a witch? No. Maybe it looks like a witch's pointy hat. Maybe. It's kind of flat, though. It's kind of like a like a rectangle. Yeah, I'm just I'm grasping at straws here. Yeah. I don't know why it's called that. Anyway, I also didn't know what it was for a long time. I was like, it's a real mountain, and I was like, well, I mean, like, uh, what is this thing I'm thinking of really. called? Devil's. I'm gonna. Uh, I swear to God, I'm gonna show you this. Devil's. I believe in you. Tower. Devil's Tower. I think this is what it's based off of, because this is like a whole thing where people are like, oh my god, oh that makes so much sense. Aliens go there and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. But then why would they have their government base there? Anyway, I don't know. There's probably an explanation in the book. (sighs) We're not reading it. (laughs) We have too many books on the book club list. Too many books to read for this little book club. Yeah. So in Las Vegas, there's this sci-fi nerd convention, the UFO Believers Gang, Mm -hmm. going on at uh, Planet Hollywood. Planet Hollywood, like the game. I thought Planet Hollywood... Oh, no, that's Planet Pizza. I was going to say, I thought Planet Hollywood was a pizza place, but no, I'm wrong. <laughs> We're off to a great start. <laughs> we haven't okay, even started. Even better game. start to this movie, Fly, Fly on, on the wall. wall by Miley Cyrus. I screamed. I, that is all caps in my notes. Me too. <laughs> I was so excited. I was... I was ex- I was ecstatic. Because I love that song. I That's not only favorite. do I love the song, but I was like, what if like where was Miley Cyrus? Like Miley Cyrus was doing Fly on the Wall mm-hmm. at like this moment. Like the fact that those exist at, at the, the same, same time, it's really, really blew my mind. And I was like, what if she was in this movie? That would be great. Like and imagine if was. she was Sarah. Miley Cyrus is like canon in Race to Witch Mountain. True. They have Miley Cyrus in that universe. That's true. That's crazy. It's, oh, it was everything, and, and you see it, and it, I guess it's like, that's how we're introduced to Las Vegas, is like the... Is the fly on the wall city. Yeah, because it's like a whole, like... I, I bet that's my, what Miley Cyrus thought when she was writing that song. She's like, She man. was like, man, Las Vegas, I'm 16, I love those th- <laughs> slot machines. <laughs> Winning. <laughs> Why would you set this in Las Vegas? It was giving, like, uh, that Percy Jackson... Lotus, um, the white, the, yeah, not the white, not the white lotus, not the white lotus, the lotus, the whatever. lotus eaters. Thing. Yeah, that was great. That's I what I thought like. so much. But so they like find this U- UFO, right? Yeah, and they're like <laughs> poking at it. 
and they're like, guys, this is crazy. And they have all these hazmat suits on, and I wrote down that oh, it was giving them. me Stranger Things vibes. Oh, true. With the like lights in I the like mask. Their, I like their hazmat suits. Yeah, they were really stylish. They're really cute, actually. <laughs> like, low-key. Yeah. Um, so, in other news, we meet our main character, Jack Bruno. Jack Bruno. Fucking slay of a name. S- slay of a name, and he hates his life. He hates his life. So He's much. a cab driver. Yeah. These two fucking drunk stormtroopers just like, <laughs> I just like go into the back of his cab and like I feel stir like shit up. That is like part of the reason why it's in Las Vegas because the characters that you can have in Las Vegas are so interesting, like so interesting. But I feel like it was underutilized if that they were trying That's to do true. that. That's because, true. Because what they had a cab driver, they had a a failed astrophysicist mm-hmm. who is in every sci-fi movie. I mean, they had that and freak they had convention, aliens. the freak convention. But the freak convention could be anywhere. I guess. They've got freaks everywhere. They've got freaks everywhere. <laughs> Welcome to Emerson College. But anyways, so there has been a chlorine spill. Did you see this? No. Did you hear there's been a chlorine spill in this movie? What does that mean? I think I missed that. Because, it's like, how toxic is chlorine? Very. Really? Once. Why is it in pools? <laughs> well, it, it's cl- uh, something It's something else. It's, like, not. Because it gets diluted. Uh-huh. But, like, it, especially in gas form. Bad. Oh. So, one time, <laughs> completely off topic, <laughs> my mom and I were cleaning the bathroom, and, like, we have, like, hot tub jets in our tub. Ooh, fancy. It's actually really disgusting. But, oh. so, because we had to clean it, and so we're cleaning it, and she, like, throws in some bleach into the tub after we've already used, um, like, regular, like, like other cleaning stuff. Mm-hmm. And whatever it was, I was like, Mommy just made chlorine gas. Like, she, she made chlorine oh, gas, no. and I was like, oh, my God, what are you doing? Had to evacuate the house. <laughs> you, like, buried the lead on that one. <laughs> okay, so it's a lot worse than I thought. No, that, chlorine is bad, yeah. That's, that's actually good to know, because yeah. I, was like, I was like, how bad no, is it? No, don't mix bleach with anything, basically. I wasn't. Don't ever do that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Word to the wise. <laughs> Maggie, PSA. Moving on. Who shows up in the back of... Jack Bruno's cab next. Well, but none other than Dr. Oh. I forgot about that she goes in this cab. Oh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> are we starting with the stormtroopers? I said the stormtroopers. You can go to the doctor. Let's go to the doctor. I kind of forgot about her. Dr. Alex Friedman, this is where we meet her, and then we forget about her for, like, an hour. We forget about her for a solid two acts. Yeah. <laughs> and she, she is basically just this, like, smart, smarty pants. She's basically um, Natalie Portman's character in Thor. Yes. That's a great way to describe it. But she's talking at this convention for people who believe in aliens. Uh, and but she's, that, like, the only science-y actual person there, and yeah. everyone else is, like, sci-fi. And they, they just think she's been possessed by aliens and all this kind of crazy yeah. stuff. Well, they want the tea. You know what I mean? They do want their the tea. Whole, their whole thing was, like, so have you been abducted by aliens? She's like, no, I'm just trying to, like, investigate. Yeah. Boring. Like, I genuinely forgot for, like, half the movie that she existed. And I was like, oh, yeah. She's, like, on the poster, too. Yeah, Like, she they is. made them think, they made us think that she was a big part of yeah, this movie. Yeah, she's the mom from Spy Kids. I know she's she is. Slay. She is great. I love her. But she has no role in this movie, really. Barely, hardly any at all. Like, they actually, like, don't need her low-key. Yeah. Jack <laughs> Bruno. <laughs> so, it's really funny. Like, after his terrible day, he's, like, back at his motel punching a punching bag that he has in a motel room. It seemed like he was living in a motel. Did you get that vibe? I thought he was just, um, I don't know. I thought he was just, like, single guy. Okay. Like, yeah. doesn't have a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like, I love 
as we get into it, I love this trope though. Of mm-hmm. the, I love the trope, main trope of this movie, which is like tough I love this guy st- has to take care of take like, care of kids, kids, mm-hmm. and become a dad. Yes. Like, have you seen The Professional? No. Oh my god, it's one of my favorite movies. But like The Mandalorian or like um, The Last of Us, both Pedro Pascal characters in which he has to take. He's a grumpy old man that has to take care of a child. Yeah. Like, or game plan. Like perfect. Like yeah. I love it no, so I love much. It or so much. There's a new Adam Driver movie that just came out where he's like a grumpy old guy and has to take care of a kid. I love that. I love it so much. Fucking despicable me. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's a great trope. It's such it a great always genre. works. It always works. But so who shows up next in this guy's cab, Jack Bruno's cab, but none other than two blonde weirdos. Two blonde weirdos, may I add, that are actually great actors that I love now. What is the guy doing? I mean, one is Anna Sophia Roth. You just watched The Hunger Games. I can't believe you didn't notice. Oh, he's Kato. He's Kato in The Hunger Games. He looked familiar. Yeah. He slayed Kato in The Hunger Games. (laughs) I had a theory when I was watching this movie. So I had this theory, and it was that they crash landed on Earth, whatever, but they're going back to Earth, and the, or back to their planet. The other planet, that's the Hunger Games planet. And Kato is there to do the Hunger Games. He is actually Kato. <laughs> I love this theory so much. Thank you. I worked really hard on it. The other planet is the Hunger Games planet where he is I going to it. die get by, it. and get killed by Katniss. Yeah, true. Yeah, that, that was my theory. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. I only saw, like, when I looked this up, like, the cast, I only saw, like, a picture of him, like, now. Yeah. And he looks like he's one of those people that, like, looks like like their, like, face, like, their facial features, like, got, like, shrunk. And their heads did the same size. You know what I mean? Or, like, their yes. head got bigger, but their facial well, features didn't. Well, I think he's just, like, a block of muscle now. Like, oh, that's, I think like, a just, just, like, a block of muscle. Yeah. yeah. But the kids, like, talk like freaks. I love them. (laughs) I love how they talk. It's so funny. They're very robotic. It's kind of cool. I... And this is where the iconic meme is. Yeah, true. Yeah. What what does it originally say? I actually don't know. Okay, I thought you would have... Okay. I don't know. I'm not a meme lord. But it's just like a template. You know what I mean? It's a... If you didn't know, I make the memes. Yeah. Um, but it's a it, it's just like a meme template where it's like the rock turning around and yeah. these two like kids in the backseat. They're just being I don't know. weird, yeah. And it's from yeah. this movie, which is so, so great. They like robbed an ATM, got yes. hella cash, they got fifteen thousand dollars. Yes. But the feds are on to them mm-hmm. because they have footage of them robbing the ATM mm-hmm. and also like getting into a cab and they have a theory that the UFOs have become human humanoid I guess Um, and basically they offer up this like bundle of cash to uh, Mr. The Rock and (laughs) they're like take us to these coordinates and he's like what? What?" (laughs) But he'll do it for the money because it's like a huge amount of money so they're in the car driving in the middle of the desert on the way to coordinates. Yeah. Destination. The destination. And he turns into the, like he literally turns into baby driver in this car. I haven't seen Baby Driver. So good. But it's kind of like sad now because Ansel Elgort no, yeah, is gonna, a freak. I was going to say that, but I, I wasn't going to go there. Ansel Elgort and Kevin Spacey. Ooh. Ooh, double whammy. Yikes. Anyway. But <laughs> <laughs> turns into Baby Driver and he's like doing all these like, cause, because the Fed, not the Feds. Is it the Feds or is the, it? They're all the Feds. Are they not all the Feds? I don't think they're all the Feds because. There's so many chases. There's the Feds and then there's also Wolf, who's this bad guy. Who's Wolf? It's like the other guy. 
the bad guy that like he gets caught up with in the beginning. Oh, the guy from the mob. The mob. Yes, he was involved in the mob. That's it. I, I didn't follow that plot line. I didn't, it didn't follow make that sense plot line. to me. I didn't really either. But I, I was think just like, the there's feds. too many bad guys or in this movie. Yeah. That they're are all chasing them. And it's it's there there was I think three different bad guys in this movie. Yeah. Each with different motivations. Yeah. It's a lot. So while they're getting like pursued. Per, beautiful word. Yeah. Pursued. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jack Bruno. Um, he's like, he's like, ah, guys, like, don't worry about it. They're, Cause they're like, you're literally like being followed. Like you're mm-hmm. being tailed. Like they're going to get him after you. And he's like, don't worry about it. Like guys, like I'm the king of these roads. Gets right hit by a car. <laughs> like, just like, says that wham. immediately wham. Yeah. And, and so begins, um, our discovery into these kiddos powers. Yes. And so we learned that, um, Seth, who's the boy, he has like super, he's like invincible. I learned what it is. What is it? It is, listen to this one. Okay. Molecular density. So he's like dense as fuck. <laughs> Which like, same as Kato. Like, <laughs> real. Oh my God. I'm telling you. I think I'm it's telling just, you. No, he has the power of molecular density, meaning he can change like yeah. his density. Yeah. So that like, <laughs> he's like stronger than the other thing. Or like how he sinks into things. Okay. Yeah. That yeah. makes sense. That does make sense. And then the girl, Sarah. Yeah. She has, like, she has, like, telekinesis. Is that and what it's called? And telepathy. And telepathy. So she can, like, make things move with her mind. And also cool. read minds. Yes. I love her. She's such a cutie. She's adorable. She was hired for this movie because of Bridge to Terabithia. Because Seriously? Because the, the director saw Bridge to Terabithia and he was like, Anna-Sophia Robb. God, I love Bridge to Terabithia. <laughs> I know. God. We're watching it next season. We are, and Spoiler. I cried like a baby when I first I saw that movie. I'm not even, I'm not, I'm like looking forward to it, but also not. Yeah. The guy, oh my God, the the villain, this villain, what did you say his name was, like monkey or some shit? Wolf <laughs> monkey? Wolf? Wolf. <laughs> wolf. I Same wolf thing. you. <laughs> You the TV show? Um, I've seen like the first five episodes. Oh, uh, okay. Then that didn't make any sense. No, but it was and just we need so to edit that weird out. And funny. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Wolf, he has one of my favorite lines, mm-hmm. um, which I wrote down, which is, um, "You're in way over your head." <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're in, in way, way over your head. head. <laughs> I. I Love when they say that. I, I also just that. saw a quote that you have written down that I also have written oh, down. Oh no! So so that's great. But I have a lot of quotes for this one because this one it's this, too it's this so iconic. This script kind of killed. It killed me a lot. Yeah, I was laughing. But okay, so they escape the feds and they arrive at their destination, which to me looked like Thanos' cabin in um in, like in Endgame. You know, in like the beginning when he's like being like cottage core Thanos. Oh, I don't remember that. <laughs> well, he's, like, moved I've on. I've seen that movie, like, three times, and I don't remember really, that. Really, in the beginning, he's just, like, chilling in the middle of nowhere, and then they go and kill him. Oh. I thought it was, like, um, have you seen Where the Crowd Dads Sing? Yes, unfortunately. I thought it was, like, her... Oh, so true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I thought it was, like, her little shack. Yeah. Kaya shack. Yeah. It, it gave shack vibes. It was shack. <laughs> it was shack. It was Shaquille O'Neal. What is going this on? This insane. Okay, so they're there, and then the kids get out of the car. They hand him, like, an insane wad of cash, and they go into this shack, and he's like, okay, I'm going to leave. And then he counts the cash, and he's like, whoa, you way overpaid. And then he's like, okay, these are kids. 
I'm going to go save them because I am a grumpy old man and this is my job. Yeah, and he's like, sus. Like, there's no one home. Like, this is like a run-down, beat-up place. He's like, you know, dad vibes. He's, he's becoming so, a dad. Yeah, he's being a dad. It's so great. he follows them in and, like, they go through these, like, secret passageways in this. <laughs> right? Yes, the fridge. And he, he goes, goes, don't go, go in, in the, the pimp down fridge, Jack. <laughs> Don't go in the dot fridge. Oh my god. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Who wrote that? I don't know, but I love it. I, I love I, it a lot. <laughs> I love that it's a fr- like everything about that is actually just the best thing. It's so funny. So they go in and there's like this whole other like underground world low key. It's like Journey to the Center of the Earth. It is. I love that movie. I also would alternately title this movie The Cab at the End of the World. So they are looking for this, like, uh, device. Mm-hmm. It's a really important device that they need to get to, to, like, essentially save their home planet. Yes. And they tell them that. They tell Jack Bruno that later. Right now they're being all mysterious and, like, weird about it. Yeah, but, like, we can tell you now. For purpose of the podcast, <laughs> we'll reveal it. So basically their planet is dying of what sounded like climate change. Sure. Like, the atmosphere was becoming unbreathable. Unbreathable. And this device would, like, reoxygenate their poison atmosphere, is what I wrote down. Mm -hmm. And so this seemed like a really good idea from them, for them. Important people on their planet wanted to just invade Earth and, like, live on Earth instead. Yep. Of, like, trying to fix their planet. So they thought that if they came by themselves to take this device and just do the saving of their planet then they wouldn't have to invade Earth. Yeah, and their parents were supposed to come. Yes. But their parents got, like, arrested or something. Yeah, I think they got arrested. So that was their little origin story. Yes, and they pull this device. Kind of a gross, gooey little thing. It's a booger is what I wrote. Oh, yeah, yeah, It looked like a booger. Kind of a booger. It was kind of, it was actually really disgusting. I just said ewy. (laughs) But but Jack (laughs) learns that, that, like, the kids aren't the only ones after this device. They're also being pursued by this like assassin who's trained to kill them named Siphon. Is it named Siphon or is it a Siphon? I thought that's Siphon was just like the type of alien assassin. That's a good that's actually a great question. I have no idea. Cuz okay, anyway, doesn't matter. Yeah. Took me so long to figure out how to spell Siphon. I spell with a P. <laughs> I, I watched with the cap the captions on. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. I should do that since I don't know how to spell. But anyway. And so <laughs> Siphon shows up at this house and is, like, blowing shit up everywhere. And, like, yeah. and he follows them. Yes. Into the woods. Into the woods, <laughs> out of the woods, and home before dark. But they escape, yes. right? Yes. They and make it out with the gadget. They're, they're just, they're out of there. Literally don't listen to me. Okay. <laughs> I read ahead in my notes and I got excited. <laughs> so they're making this huge escape and, like, a Siphon's chasing them in their, in Siphon's plane, UFO. Sure. Yeah. And <laughs> ship, spaceship. Ship, ship. That's a good one. And um, they they escape because they lure him into a, a train tunnel, and then a train hits his ship, and then they're like out of there. But the the cab is fucked. The cab needs to get prepared. The cab is out of it. Prepared, repaired. So they take the cab to Eddie. Eddie. I love him. He was also in Spy Kids. Was he? Who was he? Um. Like, he played very much the same character. It's like, let me lend a hand, like, kind of guy. All right. (laughs) Yeah, he might have been, like, the uncle or something. Okay, that makes sense. But don't quote me on that. I don't know. Wait, isn't the uncle Manny Trejo? Then he's not the uncle. Then he's just a helping hand. Yeah, I don't know. But he's definitely in that movie. Okay, I believe you. I I, want to know, 
Oh, I don't think this is right, but I, I want to know that they have some crossover in, like, the Spy Kids. Uh, Spy Race Kids universe. Mountain. Well, because they have two actors that are in the movie. Yeah. What's that about? I don't know. There must know. be some, yeah. But, so they go to get the car fixed, and then they go to a bar to wait for the car to get fixed. And he's like, you have an hour to do all this stuff, and it's kind of weird. Yeah. But, and he brings these kids in looking, like, dusty, rusty, and crusty. And, like, they are, like... Like, I would be so worried if I was, like, one of these people. I'd be like, how did, like, are these your kids? Are like, you good? Like, I was so scared. And, and and the waitress is like that. She's like, I'm. let's go get cleaned up. Yeah. The waitress who comes over to talk to them, who is the, the original kid from the Original movie. girl, yeah. Yeah. I think we learn here that they need to get their spaceship back. Yes. Question because mark. it's been yoinked by... Uh, the, the U.S. government. Yep. And I also wanted to mention here that mm-hmm. um, Jack is so Ophelia. <laughs> well, like, is Hamlet. He, like, oh, no, 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 not Hamlet. I oh, was, I was like, please, no Shakespeare. <laughs> I could have done that. what? Ophelia, like, so I drive a taxi and the traffic distracts me from the strangers in my backseat that remind me of you. Like, oh, Ophelia. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. That's great. Would you agree? That's great. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Um, and then they get a dog. <laughs> they get the dog. Okay. So basically, we're jumping ahead of ourselves here. I'm sorry. The diner. Um, so the cab apparently has a tracking device in it, and the feds are able to locate the kids and Jack through this tracking device. So they mm. pull up to the diner, and there's a whole like standoff. There's a whole kind standoff, of- but the waitress lets the kids and Jack out the back, which and is they escape. great. And they make their escape. And. Then they decide that they need more help than Jack can give them. So they go back to meet... Science lady. Science lady, Alex Friedman. So they go to the UFO convention. When do they get the dog? I think they get the dog... Because I have it in my notes after the waitress. I... I don't know how they get the dog, to be honest with you. Dog feeding with Jack. What? Well, they get the dog in a junkyard, which is why they name him Junkyard, but where... Is, the is it Eddie's junkyard? Does Eddie have a junkyard? Perhaps. So anyway, they get a dog and they name it Junkyard, and it's cute because we love an animal sidekick. And and he's the best ever. And the dog is like in the car with them, and and um, the girl can read the dog's mind, and she's like, um, he would he, like a meaty treat. He would like a meaty treat, and he needs to get out to pee. And he's like, well, no, he should have thought of that before we left. And then Jack's like, ah, fine. So he lets him out. And then he's like, I'm having a conversation with a dog. I can't believe this. It's so cute. I love it. It's very cute. I, I love that part. It's giving up. Aww. Aww. But they finally go and they meet Alex Friedman. And they basically show her that they are from a planet 3,000 years, 3,000 light years away from Earth. And they use wormholes to travel. And they explain everything that their planet is dying and they need help and whatever, whatever. And yeah. I feel like it would be more fun if she didn't need to be convinced. I think that would make more sense. Because, like, literally this is what she studies. Yeah. Like, it just, like, landed in her lap. Yeah. Like, why does she not believe it? I don't know. That's crazy. That's great. Kind of nuts. I don't know. But she can't really do anything. She she, she needs help from somebody yeah. else to So she them. goes to the, like, sci-fi writer guy. Yes. What's his name? Harlan. Harlan. last name? Played by person. Gary frickin' Marshall. <laughs> Love of my life. Right. Sorry. And Gary Marshall Harlan. <laughs> um, basically, Gary Marshall Harlan. Yes. Gary Marshall name. Harlan. Um, so he has, like, all of these, like, 
he's he's on basically on like Reddit for like oh um, yeah so true alien lovers and they all email each other whenever there's like a alien conspiracy yeah. coming on so he has all the deets yeah on the kids landing and the UFO being found and he also like has a like little back door into like the government's like system exactly and can find out and does find out where the spaceship is being held. Yes. So and he, it's in, dun, 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 which, which mountain, mountain. <laughs> which is where they're headed next. So he provides them with, like, a blueprint and some other some stuff. Some maps to, and yeah, shit. Yeah, just to send them on their way to GPS, which mountain. you know. And off they go. For some reason, they go back into the convention center. Like, this movie so is so <laughs> There's just so much. much. This movie made sense when I was watching it, but like... It didn't make sense when I... I literally, you are bringing up stuff I did not even notice. <laughs> I'm gonna be so That's honest. So funny. There's multiple bad guys. <laughs> there are... Okay, so... Anyway, Wolf, so... Yeah, so they go back they to get the convention. To... They have to go back into the convention center because Alex needs to get her stuff and I don't, I don't know. It's like a whole thing. So they're in the alien convention center and then all of the fucking bad guys show up at once. Oh, I thought they showed up at Witch Mountain... No. It happens, like, multiple times that they all show up at once. That's so tiring. It it is really tiring, honestly. They keep getting caught. Can we just skip? There's a lot of action. Can we skip? I just, they keep getting caught, and then they keep getting out, and they keep getting caught, and they keep escaping. Okay, yeah, we can skip. They escape in an RV, and Harlan is, like, he does, like, a cab dupe. He takes the cab and leads everybody away from the convention center so they can escape. True, true, true. With the dog, which is cute. But they're at Witch Mountain. Woohoo! Yay. And the FBI people catch up to them. They're like halfway up the mountain. They're like already there. And so they like capture them right when they get there. And they take Seth and Sarah to be prepared for vivisection. What? Uh huh. That's what I found on Wikipedia. I thought it was dissection. I don't know what this means. But I vivisection. Vivisection. Okay. If it was on Wikipedia, it must be right. It must be real. So, anyway, they just essentially, like, I don't know. It was kind of strange because it was like they were almost like it's more humane to like kill them. Yeah. Um. Like some of the people there were like, "Can we just like kill them?" And they're like, "No. Like we're gonna like analyze their like gooey stuff and like." I don't know. It was weird. And they're so, all in white. Yes. I they are all it. in white, I love which it. makes them even more alien like. I love the aesthetic. So they're Jack and Alex are being taken back down from Witch Mountain. Oh, I love this scene. And they're like in the back seat and the, the feds are driving the car and she's like, I can't believe you just gave up the kids so easily. Mm-hmm. Like how they how could you whatever? And he's like, Yeah. Like I, I can't go back to jail. It's not my thing. <laughs> and then, like, he starts punching people. And well, no, first she slaps him to, like, distract, and then he yes. goes in and starts hitting yes. all the guys. And, and throws out them. the FBI guys, and they turn around, and they're going back to save the kids. Hey, yo. Okay, I'm, correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. Because I'm often. So they are able to get, like, back to Witch Mountain and, like, into the facility or whatever. Because the sif- siphon. Mm-hmm. Siphon? Siphon, yeah. thank you. It's spelled siphon, and I'm getting <laughs> confused. <laughs> the siphon, um, like, distracts? Basically, yes. Okay. So they, like, get into the mountain through, like, some kind of tunnel. Yes. 
and it's like a, an exhaust pipe, which is kind of weird. Yeah, but and they're like, like climbing and yes. stuff. But they're able to retrieve the kids because um, the assassin is also trying to get the kids. Yeah. And like breaks in and and, and basically takes out all the soldiers. Yes, right? they like divert their resources to yeah. the assassin. Okay, so I was right. Yeah, Sly. Yeah. Um, so they, um, Jack and Alex, rescue the kids, get them out of there, mm-hmm. yoink them out of there, and then they go and find the spaceship, Woo-hoo. and they attach their funky little device onto it, yes. and they get it all rebooted and mm-hmm. ready to go. Yes. Um, and and then what happens, Maggie? <laughs> and then just as they're entering the ship. Um, Henry Burke, who's the lead FBI guy in charge of the whole, like, alien plan. I was wondering what that name was in your notes. (laughs) Um, Henry Burke and his men pull up with their, uh, guns. Yeah, guns are blazing. And they're like, we'll shoot you if you get on the spaceship. And they're like, we're gonna get on the spaceship. And so then they all join hands as if to be like, we're gonna die together. And then, um... Seth's magic power, his alien power, his molecular density, his molecular density, he's able to make like, them all like super hard yeah, and solid. He like projects it to everybody. Yeah. So the bullets, when they start shooting, they just, just ricochet bounce right off. off. And can I just say, these bullets, they were giving original Star Wars. They were like, these were a lot of the really effects in bad. This, a lot of the effects in this were giving original Star Wars for me. Really? Yeah. That was the only one I noticed. I was like, they were painted on. At least that was bad. Like <laughs> the explosion, the fire that came up from the exhaust pipe, that was giving original Star Wars. Okay. And then the um any of the like uh, There's not a lot of special effects. What though. is it? It's, it's mostly just fires. What's his name? Siphon. His he had like a, a like a space gun and it was like shooting like lasers oh, and stuff. Oh yeah, that was that. Weird. It was like <laughs> yeah, it's like just early two thousands animation is just mm-hmm. like kind of cringe. Yes, it was kind of. It's kind of like endearing though. Something yeah, about it is a little endearing. It's just to cartoony. Me. Yes. It like just takes you. It takes me out of it. That's it does. the thing. Okay. For me and the Star Wars, it's more like. It's kind of no, a vibe. No, in Star Wars, it's Star Wars. It's kind know? of a vibe, yeah. That makes sense. Because yeah. Star Wars is camp, you know? It is camp. Yeah. So, yeah. so they're like, oh, my God, and the, and I don't remember how all the rest of the... So... How do, how, do, how, do the, how do they get rid of the, the, sh- the shooter people? Oh, Siphon shows up. Siphon shows up. Yeah, and, and starts shooting at everyone. Yeah. Siphon's just doing their Siphon, job at this point. <laughs> I think that's why there are so many bad guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, they, they could not be able to... They would not be able to defeat Siphon... If it was just like one on one, but since there are like other things, yes, I think it works. Yeah. And so they have their final battle, Siphon and the kids, mm-hmm. on the ship. Yes, so they've escaped the lab, but Siphon and somehow made it onto the ship. Of course, and his like mask comes off, <laughs> and he's like he's so ugly. Um, Red Skull. Oh in, my god! Yeah, yeah in um, Captain Marvel. America. Yeah. yeah. He looks hideous. Oh my god, he's like an actual, like what an actual alien would look stereotype, like. whatever. Yeah. And um, what are aliens supposed to look like? <laughs> they're supposed to be gross and fleshy and, and big head. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> the Jack throws Siphon into the like power source of the UFO. It, it's a very like classical looking UFO that's like just like a semis- yeah. a demosphere. Hemisphere? Demosphere. Demosphere? I love a demosphere. The demosphere the, below? The demosphere <laughs> hidden below? Oh my god, what is a demosphere? I don't know. <laughs> it's just a partial hemisphere. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, okay, got, got it. Having defeated all the villains, 
go to drop off Jack. Yeah, and they must Alex. say goodbye. Time it's very goodbye. sad. It's ET. It's like a little ET. Like mm. we'll always be able to find you. Yeah, is what Sarah says. And they give them this like the gadget that they've been carrying around the whole yeah. time. Um, and Junkyard gets to stay with Jack and Alex, which is super cute. It I like that. Cute. But the kids make their make their way back to their planet yeah. to save to save everyone. And they leave to go fight their own battles. And they zoom away they in the spaceship. They leave to go to freaking the Hunger Games. Yes, they do. And Kato dies. And then Kato dies. But Sarah also probably dies. Probably everyone dies. Everyone dies but Kano's. Yep. Um, uh, did you watch that in credits? I did. Did you see that they wrote a like, book? Yeah, they wrote a book to be like we thought that we'd be the less truth. likely to disappear if we came out with a story immediately. Oh, I didn't remember they said that. Yeah, they were like... But, you know, I was thinking about this movie, now that we've reached the end. Right. You know, I always like to just be like, what is the greater meaning? <laughs> what <laughs> is the greater movie? meaning? And it's not going to the Hunger Games. It's not going to the Hunger Games. Okay. But I was thinking... So we, we took different meetings from this, clearly. Oh, yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes that happens. Um, but I was like... Because I just get my little allegory hat on. Okay. And I'm going, what is this an allegory of? And I think okay. this is all about immigration in the U.S. <laughs> I think this is about immigration. I think okay. it is. Explain. Because they are so anti-alien. Yes. They are, like, so anti-alien. Yes, they are. They are all go back where you came from, build a wall, all that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I just feel like it's a very easy parallel to make. That's true. That's fair. But, like, I... Because of the heavy emphasis on, like, government stuff and government projects in this movie, I was like, oh, like, they just hate people that are from a different place. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is what it is. You know what? That's fair. So That's fair. If aliens ever come to this planet, I would be nice to them. Yeah, why not? As long as they're nice to us. Yeah. I'd be nice to them. I'd take a If they were, like, these aliens. Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. I'd take care of an alien baby or, like, an alien dog. It'd be cool. Yeah, that would be so sad. It's like three eyes or something. Oh my god, I was also picturing that. That's so funny. I think we're I have this hive mind. <laughs> we do have like really bad hive mind. <laughs> and this whole time, I was thinking of. Do you watch The Simpsons? No. Okay, there's this episode of The Simpsons where Mr. Burns like thinks that he's an alien, or like like people think that Mr. Burns is a ghost, and he's like walking around outside in a nightgown. And he looks like an alien because he's, like, so pale that he's glowing. It's the funniest, like, I'm going to post a picture of it on Instagram because that's what I was picturing. Are you going to say you're going to post a picture and then not post it? Or are you actually going to post it? I'm actually going to post it. Stop. (laughs) I posted. I I posted all the Instagram pictures. (laughs) Okay. So what are your final thoughts? Final thoughts? I think this is a great movie to, like, have on in the background on, like, a cozy, rainy day. Yeah, I actually really, I thought this was a really fun, like, I was way more engaged than I thought I would be in this movie. Lasting Impact. Yeah. So, had mixed reviews from the critics. The people on Rotten Tomatoes gave it, like, a 46. I did see that, yeah. Something like that. But we don't, we don't trust them. We we come up with our own opinions here on Child of the Trash. Yeah. Yeah. But it did make a lot in the box office. That's that's actually insane. 106 million in the box office. Which was, like, double their budget. Yeah. Um... And then it also was the first Disney film in 2009 to open at number one. Congrats to them. So go them. Must have been popular. Yeah. Maybe my parents didn't want me to see it because it was like had bad reviews. My parents did do that. 
As a kid? Yes. Like, they, like... That's so funny. They saw that movies have bad reviews, so they didn't take me to them. My parents did that to me as, like, a teen and, like, now. Yeah. But not not as a kid. You know what? But that was a fun movie. It and, was fun. And, like, do, like The Rock... I had, like, like The Rock. ...has done a series of movies, like, just like that. Like, yeah, for well, the rest he of his literally career. did the game plan right before this. Yeah, and then, like, Journey to the Center of the Earth. Which, Juma- did you watch? Is he in Jumanji? Yes. Okay, Jumanji. <laughs> Jumanji, and then what are the, like, other ones that he's done? Like, Jungle Cruise? Jungle Cruise? He's done, like, a whole bunch of movies where he's, like, the, like, adventurer Explorer. dude. Yeah. Yeah. Which, but like, I like this one specifically because he's, like, taking care of the difference. kids. Yeah. I, I agree. Really like that. I agree. I agree. So, final rating. Maggie, what would you give it? I think this is a nostalgic. I think so, too. This is a good one. It's cozy. It, I wouldn't, like, I, I don't love it. Yeah, I don't love it either. Like, I wouldn't give it five stars. Oh, no. But I... Like I said, I, I think it would be nice to have on, like, in the background. I think yeah. it's, like, a nice, like, what is it? Like, setting the scene. Like, it's a nice ambiance. Yes, ambiance movie. Yeah. It's a good one. I would put it on if I had, like, friends over and we were just, like, hanging out. Yeah. No, that's a good point. Yeah. I would definitely do that, too. But not, like, to watch it. Because there's just so many action scenes that can just so be skipped over. Yeah, I can see this being, like, a six-year-old's favorite movie, though, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there is the mob in it, and I don't know if you can get that as a six-year-old. That's the thing with Disney movies. Like, yeah. they've got they've got more than Layers. you think. Yeah. <laughs> so next up on the docket, what do we have going on, Maggie? I'm so excited to announce that the next episode we will be doing Lemonade Mouth, <laughs> and you should all be really excited as well. Um, following that, though, we will be doing an episode. Um, creating a playlist of 2000s music, or specifically, specifically from the year from, 2000. So if you have any suggestions you want to let us know, our Instagram is in the show notes. And with that being said, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Childhood Trash. You can follow Childhood Trash Pod on Instagram. You can follow Pia at Pia LaPlaca. And you can follow Maggie at Maggie Ann Keating. We'll see you next Thursday. Bye! Bye.